Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani uh, with the Rudy Giuliani Show. And uh, ready to go on this in New York, overcast, but exciting Monday. Exciting, I don't know. There's a lot going on, and I spent the weekend figuring a lot of things out, which I'm going to give you the benefit of, I hope. But you don't have to take it. You just, you know, work with it. Tell me what you think. Well, the deadline is uh, fast approaching when the government shuts down, which is October 1st. Now, here are my observations on the government shutdown. I lived through many government shutdowns as an employee, as an observer, as counsel to the president, as babysitter to the president, although he was my babysitter. That was the one during Christmas of, what was it, 2018, 2019? Don't remember. But the president got stuck in the White House, and the president, unlike the president bum that we have in office, who bums don't work, who don't, doesn't work, didn't work, doesn't work, stayed in the White House for the entire holiday. He went back, I think, just for the, for the holiday, but then he spent the whole holiday there. And I was, I was in Washington for most of the holiday working on his impeachment case. Uh, but I had to be there because the case was come, you know, lawyers are lawyers and you gotta work. Well, when I was allowed to be a lawyer, I represented President Trump too long and therefore they took me out as a lawyer. Um, so I used to go to the White House every day on work. And then on those days when I didn't, I used to go to make sure he was okay. And sometimes we'd watch football and sometimes we'd just talk. I tell you, he loved being in the White House. I'm going to tell you, he loved being in the White House. He used to say, they think they're punishing me. And of course, I'd rather be there playing golf and with my family. And I love golf. When would I ever get a chance to spend four, five, six, seven days in the White House with just a teeny bit of extra time, which is all he had because he was working like hell and holding all these meetings. It was hilarious. He would hold these meetings and all his secretaries and advisors were in far away, beautiful places. And he's there working like a dog in the White House. All the senators and congressmen were going off to their places. Apparently, like when we look at Menendez, half of them get free paid stuff from the people who bribe them, uh, women, places, you know, stuff like that. Well, you're going to hear about Menendez because, you know, they play this like it's a, oh, Menendez, just Menendez. You were looking at a quintessential Democrat politician from a crooked city and state known as every mayor gets indicted who's a Democrat in New Jersey. It used to be the case about 10, 20 years ago. I mean, these cities are decrepit. My city is decrepit. It stinks. It's a disgusting example to young people of what government should be. That's why I ran for mayor. I did not conduct it that way. To his credit, Michael Bloomberg did not conduct it that way. And we're still looking for the hundreds of millions that went to de Blasio's wife for nothing. And Adams, you're going to get yours in a little while. So the government's going to close. I don't know. It's very hard to tell what's going to happen. Uh, the 10 of... What's called, how do we want to describe the Republicans who are uh, holding out? Um, Uber, MAGA? No, they're not. Because, look, some of these guys don't even support Trump. I mean, some of these guys are, uh, 
are DeSantis supporters. One of them doesn't even like Trump. I don't know who the hell they are. I mean, I, I like Andy Biggs. I, I, look, let me, let's face it. Some of these guys I really like. I like Matt Gates a lot. I like MJ, MTJ a lot. I like uh, Bishop a lot. Work with him and Biggs. God, Biggs is like a hero. Uh, I don't know Matt Rosendale as much, but I admire him. Sorry, I admire him. Um, don't know Eli Crane. He's pretty new. Didn't work with him on any of the, you know, stuff when I was a lawyer. But these are all, these are all stand-up guys and women. So I have to be respectful of them. Um, I see what they want to do, a vote on all 12, regular order. My goodness, if we're ever going to get our country back to prosperity and, and a future for our children, we're going to have to do this. But guys, women, we got to do it in, in order. I, I, I do, but I'm still open. I do, at the end of the road, have this, and maybe it's because I'm an older Republican. I have this natural fear we get stuck with the closing. And right now, things are going so well for us. Man, I'd be willing, I'd be willing to sacrifice a little bit now to make sure we win in 24 when we can get it all. So, and if, now I don't say you have to come out my way, but I do ask you to do the following. If that doesn't enter your thinking, quit politics. You don't belong there. You have to understand compromise. There are times to compromise and times to not compromise. You know, there are times to hold them, and there are times to fold them. A great compromiser is a great poker player. You would not want to play poker with Ronald Reagan or Donald Trump. Ronald Reagan would sit with these guys, and in his nice way, he'd bring them all over to making a compromise if it was necessary. Or he would jam down the throats of the Democrats. The biggest, biggest damaging thing that ever happened to them, and they wouldn't know what happened to them. They would choke after it went down their throat. But he'd wait for the time he could do that. So I guess what I'm saying is, if you could get closing the border, I would be elated. We can work on the spending later. For me, if you get more, God bless you. But don't screw up what we got going. What did that poll say, Ted? What did that poll say? 10%? The outlier poll. Outlier polls are polls that favor Republicans. True polls are polls that have Democrats winning until the election when they lose, and then they have to cheat if they're going to win. Right? Right. I never had a poll in my favor. Ever, ever. Oh, I guess when I ran in one of the landslide. And even there, it was half the landslide. Uh, so let's see what happens up until the first. I'm just hoping we get something... And I hope everybody is a little upset and we continue to focus on the border where Biden is losing, you know, I must be a thousand votes a day, right? Must be. Yesterday was the beautiful, inspiring Tunnel to Towers run that we have been talking about for weeks now. And all the teams ran. I, I don't know which which was the winning team. Uh, don't know if it was mine, someone else's, don't care. Tunnel to Towers won yesterday. Frank Siller won yesterday. Stephen Siller was real happy in heaven yesterday. And so were all of his brothers and sisters 
who have lost their lives because of September 11 and who are being now dishonored by many, including the President of the United States. Today also happens to be the day, at least officially, that we have exactly 343 people who worked at Ground Zero who have now died as a result of their injuries, which equals the 343 firefighters who died at the time. They're all in our prayers. They're all heroes. They're all entitled to great respect. And anybody who demeans them, I think, should be thrown out of government. But, you know, I'm, I'm a, uh, uh, grant me a little bit of emotion on this, okay? Maybe they should be penalized. And a president who's going to let the person who masterminded get away with the death penalty should basically uh, be... Well, you, look, you got two ways to throw this bum out, right? we well, got three ways to throw this bum out. Just get two psychiatrists to tell you the obvious. He doesn't know who the hell he is. Number two, which crime do you want to pick? I mean, I'll go there, and without any preparation, tomorrow I'll begin the trial. In four weeks, we'll have him, uh, we'll have him convicted. In four weeks, we'll have him convicted. I'm going to talk about witness number 20 today. And he's an important witness, but there were 19 more more important. There's more evidence against Joe Biden than any criminal that I have ever seen in the history of American law enforcement, ever, that's sitting out there. All it needs to do is be subpoenaed, but you can't get a subpoena for it because the Justice Department, come on, let's be straight with each other. Our attorney general is crooked. He is fixed. He is a crook. He is a criminal. May have been a judge. We've had criminal judges before. Oh, we may have more than we think. We sure have criminal senators, don't we, New Jersey? Uh-huh. Don't we, Delaware? You were doing all that when you were in Delaware. What, was Menendez peeking over the line and seeing what you were doing? Huh? Or you guys share notes? Maybe you have a joint offshore account, you and your fellow Democrat. You're going to dispute me that Newark is a crooked Democratic city? You're going to dispute me that New York is a crooked Democratic city? That Boston is a crooked Democratic city? You can't get elected a judge there unless you paid off. And you'd have to pay three times more than a Democrat. And then when you have to get important cases decided, you go squeeze the judges. Come on. Come on. How the hell do all those slip and fall lawyers make a fortune? Please, for those of you in in uh, innocent America, remember Democrats ruined our cities for corruption a long time ago, and they don't give up, and they could be gone for a long time, but when they come back, they reinstall it. The last riot in New York City was the last Democratic mayor in New York City. This kind of corruption? Gone during Giuliani and Bloomberg. Go try to figure out how much money Mrs. de Blasio walked out with. It's a scandal upon a scandal upon a scandal. The biggest scandal of which is the press is part of it and lets them get away with it. Just like they've let Menendez get away with a lifetime of this. Biden alive. Both these guys, Menendez and Biden, started as small-time, little, petty, 
snores. Yiddish word for a guy who'll take anything. You know, hanging around the trail of trash, seeing if he can pick up uh, five grand for, for, for some kind of deal. And then they became big shots, beautiful women. Or in case of Biden, smell little girl's hair. Menendez likes beautiful women. They just have different things. If you think this is it in the Democrat Party, <laughs> watch. This is why they don't want to open up Biden. They open up Biden and a big can called Ukraine opens. You know who knows the story of Ukraine? The guy taking all the money now, Zelensky. He knows much more than we do. Think he uses it to jerk money out of uh, Biden and to do another thing, do something really important. No checks on the money. We'll be back in a few minutes to show you how the no checks on the money helps crooks. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Uh, we are back. Uh, and what, what I wanted to point out to you is the column today by uh, that very enterprising rep- uh, reporter, columnist, writer, author, um, an expert on New York, really, Nicole Galinas. And it's a, it's, a, it's a very, very powerful column that really, you know, could have been written, I guess, any time in the last 150 years of New York, except in the few times that there were honest administrations, LaGuardia probably, parts of Koch before, before he let other people take over for him. Ed himself was an honest man. He just didn't pay attention to the massive number of crooks around him, including Donald Manis and, uh, and the guys run, run by them. Um, uh, she's talking about the fact that you always think when the Democrats are, are, are trying to help poor people, and I used to believe this, and I, this is part of the revelation I had over the weekend. Part of what made me, I always believed like they wanted to help poor people. Then I was a very young man, and I was investigating something called the Model Cities Administration, and I noticed that all the money was going to the politicians. I mean, every, every dollar, nothing was getting down to the poor people. Even the poor people who got it were the ones who had the administrative jobs, and they were giving crap to the little people. And uh, I put them in jail left and right. And I had one major uh, cooperator who really never wanted to do this and had a guilty conscience about it and really started telling me about how they did this in Puerto Rico and how they did this in other cities and how they how they took over this model from another democratic city. And it was one of the two things that motivated me to change my registration. Uh, actually, that was the one that motivated me to just not be a Democrat. It was the foreign policy part and their favoritism for the Soviet Union uh, that made me just completely turn off on them because then I started to wonder why are they doing this. But in any event, I then read the history of cities, which is, I think, why I was such a good mayor. I think I'm a historian of cities. My my, uh, city solutions were based on uh, logic and uh, common sense and theory and philosophy, and they had depth to them, and it was helped greatly by the organization that Nicole 
is a very big part of uh, the Manhattan Institute because they were simpatico with me. They were policy wonks, and I'm I'm a uh, I'm a tough guy, uh, uh, but really at deep down. I can spend my whole day reading and writing and thinking about policy or sitting up all night trying to figure out how to straighten out a budget. Well, what she's pointing out is that these contracts are going out without bid. Now, the minute contracts go out without bid, unless you have a true emergency like September 11, like Pearl Harbor, not like COVID even, when we review the PPP, Around the country, I got to tell you the the information I've got from one source that I don't have time to follow up all throughout the country on some of the big names around this on the on the millions they made on PPP shouldn't shock you because we have a crooked government, particularly where you see the word Democrat. We've got a crooked government. You don't think Illinois is crooked? You don't think Albany is one of the most crooked legislatures in the country? You don't think Philadelphia is thoroughly a crooked city? Please, grow up. We'll be back in a minute. We'll get to your calls and a couple of uh, more observations by Nicole here. Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, with you on the Rudy uh, Giuliani show. So um, the point that I was making about the Nicole Galinas thing, and we'll conclude this, is that um, these contracts were put out without competitive bidding. So were all of the contracts for uh, PPP, for the pandemic. Do you know the graft involved in that? I guess it wasn't the time to really, I got to tell you the tips that I got and the, you think that was done honestly? Look, I'm going to give you one big picture, big, big picture. I might, I might be off by a little number here. The budget of uh, Florida is a hundred billion. The budget of New York is 240 billion. Uh, uh, Florida has uh, almost 2 million more people and doesn't have like a, uh, a, a cash cow pouring even more money in like New York, which has a bigger budget than Florida, even though it has, what, 8 million less people? This is because we deliver such quality services in New York? you got to be kidding. Here it is. You got one contract that you can use always, always, always to illustrate it. It's the one that Hochul did during her campaign. Uh, she went and she bought a COVID test when we didn't need them anymore. Uh, she spent in a no bid like uh, this guy has given out billions. Adams has to his pals. She sp- uh, spent six hundred million for COVID tests when we didn't need them anymore. I don't know if she didn't bother to check or she didn't care. But those COVID tests cost only $300 billion because California just bought the same damn ones for $300 billion. Crooked California did. Well, that's not the end of it. 
A few days later or a few days before or whatever, she gets a $300 million campaign contribution from the company. Why the hell is she in jail? Explain to me why she and the guy who did it are not in jail. I think I could, in front of a Buffalo jury, convince them there is circumstantial evidence. And then we'll also maybe bring in the Buffalo Stadium with our husband. The damn state is run by crooks, okay? And you want to have good services? Adams gave a contract for $400 million to take care of the migrants. And they are going to work with the city's housing preservation and development agency that doesn't know a damn thing about homeless and poor people's housing it's an infrastructure agency, Adams. Do you even read? You just gave out this money. The guy who runs it ran away, and I don't know, maybe you should have slowed down when you saw this one when the guy's name was Anthony Capone. This is like nobody will tell you that for a number of years, one of Hunter Biden's partners with the Chinese government was the nephew of Whitey Bulger. Even the Republicans can't tell you that. I don't know why. Maybe they have deals with organized criminals. I don't know. The first time I saw that, I said, this is news. you got to dig that out like Whitey Bulger's nephew, Bohai Harvest, look it up. They made a fortune. The partners originally were Hunter, Devin Archer, the uh, the stepson of uh, Senator Kerry, and uh, James Bulger, nephew of, at one point, public enemy number one and major organized criminal, Whitey Bulger. Now, you know who became the final partner of that wonderful group? The Red Chinese. <laughs> the Red Chinese put $1.5 into a company that had, that had an organized criminal's nephew and the son of a vice president and the son of a secretary of state. Why do they do it? Financial acumen? They didn't make a penny. They put it in as a bribe. And why do you think we suck up to China? Why do you think Kerry sucks up to China? Why do you think Biden is owned by China? I have to guess? No, no. You have to guess if you're stupid. So let's go to John in Passaic. Uh, hello, Mr. Giuliani. Yes, sir. I have a question for you. But, uh, I think it's pretty well known. Uh, Alan Dershowitz is the best defense attorney in the nation. He's well acquainted with President Trump. I don't see why President Trump doesn't hire him to represent him in these indictments. I I think Alan Dershowitz is the best appellate attorney in the country. I would not say, and I don't think Alan would be uh, dis angry with me if I told you I did not think he was the best trial lawyer in the country. There is a distinction between the two things. The kind of lawyer that the president needs at the trial that he is uh, uh, that that he is engaging in now is a trial lawyer. Should God forbid 
he'd be, he'd be, he'd be uh, convicted? Or should he need an interim appeal? There's nobody in the country that would be better than Allen to do it. But you've got to understand the difference in it's like a surgeon and a and a um, and a guy who 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 uh, is a general practitioner. Or how about we get even finer? It's like the difference between a brain surgeon and a and a stomach surgeon. Criminal trials. There are maybe ten lawyers in this country that could represent the president at that trial. And there are probably about five of them that really know how to cross-examine. Cross-examination is the art of a great trial lawyer. Some people think it's summation. It can be. It can be. But, I mean, um, because if you don't get it in, in cross, you have to get it in summation. And being a, 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 a defense lawyer is much harder than being a prosecutor. Because a prosecutor, you know, unlike the crooked ones we have now, I mean, they generally have an overwhelming case when they bring it. That's why these cases are so shocking to so many lawyers, because some of them, I mean, they don't even state crimes. I can't find crimes in these cases. The last one in, in, in the, the last one in, well, I think that's just going to float away. Someday we're going to forget it even existed. You know, I mean, it, it, it's not a crime to contest an election. I'm sorry. You're entitled to have a different opinion than the lying attorney general of Atlanta, uh, of Georgia, who all the time that he was saying the election was perfect, had a document showing him that it wasn't, and he hid it. It wasn't brought out until an FOIA request that he resisted. I mean, or the attorney general of the United States who told us it was a clean election. Then, Then how come you don't tell us why you sat on the hard drive for a year? Evidence that would have stopped an impeachment, evidence that would have stopped a fraudulent election in which the American people were told that uh, the hard drive was Russian disinformation in which I was defamed as a Russian pawn and so was the president. And the election turned on that, my friend. That's what the polls say. And you, you crooked attorney general Barr, you sat on it. And now they put you on all those communist stations. And they ask you questions, and you sit there like a big fat potentate, and you answer the questions. And none of them will ask you, why did you sit on the hard drive, you bum? What the hell gave you the right to sit on that hard drive? Didn't you know it was validated for a year before Trump and Giuliani were accused of being Russian acolytes? At a major presidential debate, you didn't think you had an obligation to reveal that to your fellow Americans? Where do you belong, Barr? Certainly not in the Bar Association, but they all love you because they're on the same crooked side you're on, and but that's why they're coming after me, including the D.C. one that wants to have a hearing. Well, they already had their stupid hearing, and and the uh, the one here in New York that wants to have a Hearing, which I don't even know if we should call it a hearing. I don't know what we should call it. Very frustrating when you go into a hearing and you know the result in advance, no matter what you do. So let's go to uh, let's go to Tricia in Trumbull, Connecticut. Hi, Rudy. I'm wondering if you might think like I do that the 
timing of this um, evidence release from the FBI and quote-unquote Justice Department about Menendez corruption is intended to uh, divert from the, the, the Biden corrupt crime family, divert attention from that. And, and they had this evidence. The search warrant was uh, executed in the Menendez case over a year ago. And here there were 170 crimes on just Hunter Biden's laptop, and they haven't acted, you know, effectively on any of those. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a very dangerous thing that they do that really makes them like a prosecutor's office in a communist or Nazi country where they hold on to provable crimes and don't bring them. So, for example, they have certain crimes on Biden, Biden, Joe Biden, that are four to five years old. And they've grown over the period of time by um, before he ran for office, uh, announced in 20, whenever it was, there were at least eight or ten provable massive bribery cases against him with four or five witnesses willing to testify and an actual proven money laundering transaction that he was involved in. None of that was tried. I mean, there's no question that Hillary extorted him out of the 16 race with this information. So, I mean, people have known this for some that he's a crook for some time. Everybody knew that Menendez was a crook. Everybody in Congress. Uh, uh, look, I start telling you the other ones they know are crooks, I'm going to get sued. I don't have the proof. You want to sometime uh, go to a private little room and we'll sit in a we'll sit in a cellar and nobody will tell anybody and I'll tell you what I think. You got a corrupt government, my dear. It's uh, uh, there are governments in Europe that are considerably more honest than ours, and uh, you got states in this country that have fair juries and trials and play- but you got places in this country where it's a joke. You go before a D.C. jury, that's not a jury. Or you go before uh, the New York or D.C. bar. They, they uh, have been rabid left-wingers, haters of conservatives, from the time they would disqualify perfectly qualified conservative judges. And they despise Donald Trump. It's a, what would you call, an acute case of Trump derangement syndrome. How about uh, Robert in Suffolk? Good afternoon, Mr. Mayor. Hi, Robert. So the latest, the voter registration scheme using the DMV in Pennsylvania is illegal and unconstitutional. There's no requirement or way of proving citizenship to register a vote. This is a conspiracy. Wait, 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 wait. Explain, uh, take just a little slower, Robert. Uh, to get your driver's license, you don't have to be a citizen? Or non-voter ID. Any transactions at the DMV have the option to now automatically be registered as a voter in the state of Pennsylvania. So, so if, I'm, if, I'm, if, I'm a, if I'm an MS-13 member, right, who was sent by the cartels to... Oh, let's say Philadelphia, where we sell a lot of crap. Uh, and I got a driver's license, right? 
I don't have to. I don't have to reveal that I'm uh, not a citizen. There's no proof of citizenship required. So then I can take the license and I oh uh, and I can register automatically to vote. Yes, by the state form that's provided to you. This is, this is the point that we were try, try, trying to make. Um, where the heck was it? I remember they had a whole bunch of these in Arizona. And they really, they, oh, my God, yeah, 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 yeah. They, they did a whole bunch of those. And because we couldn't get the records, we could never prove it. Right. And because, so- you, know, you know what they do with a lot of those? The, uh, the people get the, um, the illegals get the motor vehicle license. And then they register them. But they don't even vote. They vote under the name of an actual voter who's not going to vote. So uh, they double protect it the way they do it. I mean, these are very, very – when people tell you that Democrats don't cheat, they are the biggest liars that ever lived. I have been watching Democrat cheating since I was a Democrat. I, I mean, I watched them do it when I was a Democrat. One of the reasons I quit – Democrats in big cities and crooked places. If you have a crooked political party, aren't you going to cheat to hold on to power? Of course you are. If you take bribes, you think Menendez conducted honest elections? You think Biden conducted honest elections when you take bribes? Don't be naive. And don't be brainwashed by the New York Times. Uh, We'll be back very shortly with the mayors of final words. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Hello, this is Rudy Giuliani. I'm back with the mayor's final thoughts. I uh, feel overwhelmed with the corruption surrounding us. I really uh, do. Uh, you may think whatever you want of me. I hope you don't think that I'm anything like these horrible Democrats uh, uh, make out the, the lies they tell about me. And, and you know the one that gets the ones that get me the most are the people that don't even know me that say these things about me. But in any event, I'm just going to push them all off to the side and tell you there's nothing I value more than honest government. I've dedicated myself to it. I've practiced it. And if you know any of my friends and you talk to them, I'm talking about friends, not people that didn't get jobs, people who had to be fired, people who were incompetent. I'm talking about friends. You would know that I practice the highest level of ethics in all the enterprises that I uh, I was involved in, including representing Donald J. Trump as an ethical lawyer. And I am tired of these cities. 55 years of Democratic control in Chicago and black kids getting killed left and right and black politicians getting rich. Where's your soul? You know that's not just Chicago. Billions for poverty programs. Hundreds of millions to crooked Democrats. Hundreds of millions, all leaving millionaires. 
Where's your soul? Maybe that's the answer. We let God go, huh? And the communists knew it, didn't they? Jimmy didn't call today, but Jimmy knows that the two things you get rid of right away, if you want to achieve communism, is God and parents. God and parents. Because that's where your morality comes from. It doesn't come from... Government doesn't teach you morality. In fact, if... If we had perfect morality, as Madison tells us, we wouldn't need government. If men were angels, we would not need government. That's James Madison, whose statue some ill-educated product of the Communist Teachers Union will want to tear down and replace probably with some Black Panther who killed four cops. Come on. We've got to get this country back together again. This country's not white, black. It's not Catholic, Protestant, Jewish, anything else. It's a country of shared values. We share these values. They come out of our different traditions, and they all come together because they're the values of a good people and a good country. They're values that come from God. They're values that come from nature. They're values that good white people and good black people de- develop, that good Catholic people and good Jewish people and good Muslim people and good Buddhist people and good atheist people develop. They value human life. They value free speech. They value the rights of the, of the minority so that you don't run all over them. And they don't cancel and do the horrible things, and they don't become crooked. I hate crooked politicians. Hate them. God bless America.